Hello, I'm your host, Michaela Marshall, and this is Welcome to the Hellmouth. Hi, I'm your host, David Lindley. This is the Buffy Podcast by a Scooby and a Newbie. Hellmouth? Hellmouth. have reached season four episode seven the inquisition original air date november 16th 1999 Woo! the inquisition i'm just 100 percent legitimately forgot yeah. it was initiative because my first note is also the inquisition yeah so i've gaslit myself oh. in a strange way it's like we gaslit you together which is kind of nice yeah yeah that's good so do you want to tell me some of the international titles for this fantastic episode so there's french and german german is just straight up the exact same thing die is it initiative is it pronounced that way in german (laughs) fuck if i know anyways but the french title oh the french title is called intrigue en sous-sol which means schemes in the basement Crazy. It's such a crazy title. <laughs> well, there is a lot of intrigue in the basement. It's true. Right? I mean, like, <laughs> you can't deny that it's correct. Like, the initiative is underground. Yep, they are. They They're are under, a under frat house. the ground. Oh, man. Oh. That is great. <laughs> so good. So, this is the Inquisition. Yeah. And we're going to start off. I mean, who even knows, right? Who even knows who's in the Inquisition? We don't know yet. No. So let's meet Riley's misogynist friend. Fuck. Command bro. So like, as a teenager, somehow I never noticed how Forrest is the worst person on this show. Oh, he's awful. He's terrible like his introductory scene is literally just objectifying all of the women he can see women young nubile exciting each one a mystery waiting to be unlocked and like you know riley's not on board for this or like participating in it but he like heavily associates with this person okay why speaking of riley is riley in the cafeteria of (laughs) you would guess a dorm (laughs) <laughs> Why is he trying oh, to do work in there. said cafeteria? He probably at least has like an office, a temporary office, because he's a TA and he has to grade yeah. papers. He probably has office hours, so he would need an office. There is a library that we've seen that is quiet enough to have people shushed. Hmm. And yet here he mm-hmm. is in this <laughs> freshman cafeteria. Yeah, that's a good, <laughs> good question. You know what? No, I know why they're fucking there. So Forrest can creep on all of the freshman oh. girls because he is mm. a giant creep a la Parker who I don't know why I'm bringing him up not not a big deal <laughs> it's fine you weren't triggered by that or anything it's alright <laughs> <clears throat> Riley does discuss that there's something like a bit off about Buffy because Forrest was you know objectifying Buffy because she was in his eye line and as a female yeah yeah so he's talking about how yeah gonna sex that up that's that's a sexual object right there riley don't you agree that we could sex it and riley's like i don't know man she seems a bit weird as she's like breaking the ice cream she's machine so spazzy she's like, so she, klutzy right now has she never been to this cafeteria before <laughs> she's got super strength so she turns the crank and it just falls off and then it's stuck on, and then she leaves it. <laughs> she, she looks so awkward. No, it's a great gag, but, like, this is not her first rodeo at this cafeteria. Okay, so I just want to... You, you, like, blew right past the fact that Riley called her peculiar. Uh, we were just talking about that. You, Riley's talking you about how there's the something strange about her. weird, but, like, uh-huh. it... How am I going to have a peculiar count? Because it's currently at two. <laughs> if... <laughs> How high is it going to get, Michaela? I don't know. Pretty high. What? What? Like, this episode is just... It's just Riley saying peculiar. Like, that's all this episode is to me. <laughs> peculiar. A little peculiar? Oh, she's peculiar. You're a little peculiar. I mean, it is Riley talking in a very strange way. Later on, he refers to dating as Courting. courting. Cause he's just You're like, what the fuck? Who the are you? He's just like a homegrown down south gentleman. From the 1800s. Yeah, I, I think I did write what, what fucking year is it? But no, so he says peculiar and then I think Forrest repeats it 
when Graham shows up. So our peculiar oh, count Graham. is currently at two. Yeah, they, they said his name once, but it was like pretty quiet. Okay. Well, he suggests that maybe Buffy's peculiarity is because she's Canadian. And I was oh. like, ah. <laughs> oh, nice. yeah. So I did write down the most disgusting word that I felt Forrest used in this scene. He said <laughs> Buffy me. was mattressable. Oh, my God. <laughs> oh, I blocked that one out. Yeah. Yep. It's, yeah. But moving on from that. Uh, Warby Parker gets name dropped <laughs> yeah, briefly. Yeah. As a sign that Buffy has terrible taste. Yeah. And it's like, oh, why would we ever bring him up? We're never going to see him again. Michaela mm. promised us. <laughs> <laughs> okay, did you promise me? Because you were saying that I was going to be angry at you for something. That was... But you have to understand, <laughs> I don't listen to you. <laughs> sure. But like, I thought I promised you. And then I thought you were going to be angry with me because Parker was here. I, I mean, I bombed everywhere. I like sure. heavily implied we would never see Parker again. I hope we don't see him after okay, this. That's for damn yeah, sure. Yeah, for sure. So they're they're basically kind of like, hey, Riley, don't you think Buffy is pretty cool? And he's like, I don't know. She's like not great at being present in conversations we have. And you're like, that is a problem Buffy has. Wow. Yep. What a reasonable thing to say about her. Yes. Yeah. It's incredibly reasonable. <laughs> yeah. Honestly, this entire episode, I am Team Riley, like nobody's business. I mean, like the alternate title for this episode is, hey, remember how this Riley guy needs to be a love interest for Buffy? Why don't we just make him amazing? Well, he is built up as a just a nice guy and he's given more characterization than we've seen before. Yeah. Which is really good to see. Because it's very Riley heavy, this episode. Oh, yeah. And you have to do, like, character building there. And I think they do it really well. And it's, sure, he's, like, a super amazing guy. But not in the way that Scott Hope was like, it's okay, Buffy. You don't need to do anything to, or show any interest in me. I'll just chase after <laughs> you constantly. And don't worry about blowing me off. I'll still be there for you. Because I feel like that's one kind of, like idea of a perfect guy is like oh you know it's so romantic that he'll always come back and that he doesn't mind the little things like me completely ignoring him and running away from him several yeah, times yeah like a doormat right yeah <laughs> riley is definitely not that <laughs> he's not a doormat he, he's actually a person <laughs> oh and he is he's so earnest he's just like oozes mm -hmm. earnestness but it's not like in a gross way like it's, a, it's so no. genuine that you're just like yeah this is just a nice guy We've said, said genuine and nice too much Listen, about Riley at this I point. Know. There's a moratorium on those words now. I'm gonna I'm just gonna drown Ernest then. That's just the word I'm gonna use for the rest of time. <laughs> he is unpeculiar, Ugh, Riley is. Good. Then we see Spike being translucent. And you're like, wait, what the fuck? Why is he see-through now? And then you're like, wait, oh no, it's just a trick of the glass and the the reflection of the grill on the floor on the glass, and then it made it look like he was Listen, he looks fully see-through i didn't get a picture of this yet give me give me one second okay. i mean i can picture it i know what you're talking about because of how it's shot with the glass and the and the reflection i get it i do i'm gonna get it oh, okay good oh my good. god oh this one's perfect oh my god he's so translucent and it's just like where did you go spike why are you a ghost now ghost vampire spookier than ever <laughs> Okay. He's also hella dehydrated, as you can tell from his cracked vampire lips. Oh, yeah, man. He hasn't had a drink in ages. And, like, I don't know if we'd really done this before, but, like, he is very much shown to be obsessed with Buffy in this scene. He's always been obsessed with Buffy. Was he this obsessed before? Because last, oh, yeah. time, last time he was here, he didn't give a shit about Buffy. He wanted to avoid her and get the gem. Mm, that's true. That before that, it was Drusilla that he wanted. Well, and like now all of a sudden, he's like, oh, the Slayer's the reason I'm in here. I was chasing her. I ended up here. I'm going to kill her. Slayer. Kill the Slayer. It's just like everything he <laughs> kill says. The <laughs> all right. So there's uh, a, there's a file in the Dropbox called Ghost Spike. <laughs> Good. Oh, you put other. Oh. <laughs> yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. I see. <laughs> Button watch Dave. <laughs> because there's there's a file called Button Watch Case Conflict because we named it the same fucking <laughs> yep. thing. Yo, he's a hundred percent translucent in this picture. He, right? He's such he's a, a ghost. ghost spike. He's a g -g 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 ghost. <laughs> and you're like, what? <laughs> when did that happen? 
our button watch is like half identical and then i went like the extra mile on mine so just saying let me take a look at yours oh yeah, yeah. oh my- oh you does it twice yeah you missed the second button <laughs> watch Fuck. i mean let's talk about that then because riley has at least two button watches this episode where only the fifth of I six just, buttons is done up like why this is just his look He's got his Once dress is an accident. Shirt. Two smells of carelessness. Three is you just fucking up. Like, but this is if you count this as two, then we're at four for button watch. <laughs> like <laughs> It's so intentional. I know. What is it? So oh good. my god, it's bonkers as heck. Okay, so yeah, Spike wakes up in the initiative. He's all dehydrated. He wants the slayer. And we just get a brief shot of, like, what, the hallway that he's in? And it's all these cells with a bunch of demons in them, and it's all spooky. And it's very much like, you know, these white, super clean cells. Like, mm-hmm. you know, creepy government is happening. Like, that's that's really what they're, like, shoving in our faces. Yep. And then we hit the credits, and we've got very <gasps> special times in the credits. Because <gasps> Seth Green is out of there, but Marsters is in? I knew you- I knew you had no idea. I mean, you'd said exactly that. And I was like, oh, he's going to be very shocked when, yep, he's just fucking there. Whoa! All Spike all the time. Spike's in every episode now. Damn. Holla! Unless there are special exceptions. But yeah. That's only happened like one time though. So it's possible, but unlikely. Yeah. Dang! And I don't know, like there haven't been a lot of- mid-season credit swaps either right like there have not been any so far so yeah this is the first one they wanted to do it with jesse and were (laughs) unable to this is just i think part of that whole thing of seth green leaving abruptly yeah like maybe so abruptly right maybe it was so abrupt that like because you have to imagine they wouldn't i don't know would they have put him in the credits if they knew he was only going to be in it for six episodes but then that's pretty suspicious if he was in the credits and then all of a sudden he's not like what does that say about oz's longevity right (laughs) bad things (laughs) yeah i don't know it's all weird stuff though yeah but yeah marsters glad to have spike in here yeah and let's move on to xander hanging out with giles the b team and our first segment of the evening about the b team (laughs) Bills, bills, bills. Is this a question of how's Giles affording any of this? Uh, we've got several Whoa. unemployed or underemployed characters I now. Xander cause... doesn't have any money either. Nope. Giles doesn't have any money. Xander doesn't have any money. Joyce has question money. Anya has no money. Buffy's deep into student debt, I'm sure. Oh, well. But at least that's like a thing. Because like her mom had a college fund for her with her question mark money. And then they were like, oh, your dad can help too. Oh, man. Even more questions about where this money comes from. (laughs) But yeah, you gotta like, did watchers make a lot of money? No, I can't imagine so. Did a high school hmm. librarian make a lot of money? Probably with both of those together, you get uh, yeah, like, decent money. Because he was getting like double yeah. okay incomes. And then, I don't know, does Giles seem like, yeah, he seems like he lives pretty frugally. But then Xander, mm. how's he still making rent off of his stripping money? Not fucking likely. I think his rent's probably not very high. He bought a car with that money. Right, he yeah, did. Yeah, but he bought a car. Mm. How much money does he have? Yeah. So... Uh, yeah, I'm just going to type. Next episode, Zayner's going to get a job. So yeah, they've... I figured that had to be coming up <laughs> yeah. really soon. Because they, they uh... need to do something with it. Yeah, it's bananas. Giles is still a question mark, but that's okay. He's having his he's midlife crisis. You know, It'll be fine. he's like doing some drawing. It's really nice. It's nice stuff. Well, you called these guys the B team. Yeah. And I mean, that's fair. I've come up with a term that I think you might hate. Oh. So they're the unemployed boys. Or the unemployeds. <laughs> yeah, that's disgusting. Oh, all the B and the P. Oh. <laughs> it's really hard to spell. <laughs> it's, it's cumbersome to say. And like, oh, it's just, it's so much harder than saying B team. <laughs> unemployeds. And it's not even going to be accurate as of next episode. Yeah. So I'm good. 
good. So good. Good. It's great. It's so useful. Anyway, yeah. Why are they hanging out? Because both of them are unemployed and don't know what to do with their life? Yep. Basically. <laughs> they're like, they're still in this place where they're sort of hoping that something spooky's gonna happen. And then they're like, oh, but these guys are humans, so we don't have to, even have to do research. Ugh. Giles is brushing up on his drawing yeah. skills as he is sketching out very well yeah. this man, the army man that Buffy bumped into. I would have loved it if it was a really shitty drawing. <laughs> like stick figure like, adjacent, yeah. Just Dave level of like, mm. you know you have to go further than stick figure, but right. you don't have the chops to go better than that. Yeah. So you just, like, you've drawn like a big blocky shirt. <laughs> yeah, I so can now, see it. Now I've got more questions. Because they're just hanging out, right? Yeah. And that's reasonable. Buffy shows up. They're at Giles's place. Right. She shows up to say that no, there's <laughs> nothing spooky going on. No, she's not going patrolling. Yes, she's going to a party. And she needs to go find something slutty to wear to the party tonight. And that's how she leaves the scene. She nods, like, in the direction of Giles' upstairs. And I'm like, why did, wait, why did you come over here? Is Does Giles have slutty clothes upstairs? Like, <laughs> you want to borrow? That's horrific. Wow. <laughs> like, that's clearly not happening. But what, like, what the fuck's happening? Her nod, sure, I might be over interpreting I her nod probably. but it, i swear it looks like she's nodding like oh just upstairs where i'll go to find clothing for tonight like no no Buffy, I, are you having a stroke you're like, you're crazy it's not where you find clothing yeah why did you come here so i mean the fact that we're back to using the word slutty is obviously something i mm. have issues with but i was thinking this exact same thing buffy just comes over to check in <laughs> essentially like in the way that she would have when Giles was her watcher, kind mm -hmm. of. But, like, she's made it very clear that Giles is no longer her watcher. She still relies on him for a lot of stuff. Right, but, but like... She doesn't have any questions And she now. doesn't need to check in. Like, there's no, no... Like, her plans for tonight don't really affect him so much. Although, she does tell them, oh, she tells them to go patrolling in her place. Okay. That's... She has a landline phone right, in her call room. Them. No, I, I agree. But <laughs> she did does tell them to do something. Okay, fair. That's better than I thought happened because I thought it was just like, her showing up and nothing. being like, don't need anything. Yeah. I'm going to leave now. <laughs> yeah. That's really good. <laughs> we see Spike in his cell. I think it's one of the dudes from Sunday's gang tells him not to drink the blood yeah. they give him. No, definitely. Because it's drugged. Because that guy even has a line about like, yeah, the Slayer was chasing me too when I got caught. Yeah. Yeah, that's for mm -hmm. sure from the guy from uh, from Sunday's gang. So nice there. Come on, Spike. How dumb are you? Oh, this right. blood came from that hole in the ceiling? Better drink it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I, vampires are pretty dumb uh, in their defense. And, I mean, he's pretty hungry. And, like, that blood probably yeah. looks pretty tasty. Mm -hmm. Hell yeah, it does. Uh, I've just got to note that Willow has some excellent bag continuity at one point. Yes. I think it's in the psych class. Yes. She's, like, trying to <laughs> say that Oz will be back to the class and for some reason, Mags is saying, like, oh, when you miss classes, you are no longer part of my class. And, like, that's not how enrollment works in university, We've, guys. I mean, she tried to say this to Buffy before, and we already yeah. had, like, a big thing about it, yeah. Uh, so, yeah. Willow's got the same giant canvas bag, though, in that she had from, like, episode two. Oh, oh, I noticed it again, because you were obsessed with it. So, like, how could we not notice it again? <laughs> I'm glad to see that they yeah. don't just throw out all their clothing every day, you know? <laughs> Sometimes they have the same things. And maybe she has thrown out the Rawls and I'm not sad about that. <laughs> Did you like the fact that we learned Oz's full name? Oh, yeah. Osborne. Daniel something? Osborne. That's his name. Oz, yeah. Apparently this is the first time they've ever said his full name. That makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Because, I mean, he's just always Oz, right? Mm-hmm. Why did I never question that? <laughs> You just accept that he was Oz, like Cher or whatever. He's just got one name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, like, and, like, you know, Willow gets into this by going up to Riley and saying, oh, I didn't hear, you didn't say Oz's name in Roll Call. And you're like, this is a big class for Roll Call, isn't it? Like, what is this system? A first year psych class has Roll Call? <sighs> Bullshit. Garbage. Yeah. There are a hundred plus people in that class. Why would they waste 10 minutes oh of every God. class it has to take on calling roll? Yeah. So, yeah, Mags is super mean about the whole Oz thing. Well, I mean, mm -hmm. she's just trying to not be a hypocrite, basically. And she's sure. she's like, I've said this is how it is. And like, your exception is irrelevant. 
And then mm-hmm. Buffy gives her a bunch of lip and she's like, awesome. I'm into it. Yeah. And then our peculiar count goes up to three. Oh. <laughs> God damn. How high does it get this episode? How did you how did you not like just lose your mind every time you said peculiar? I'm really worried now. <laughs> well, I'm really worried how high it's gonna get. We're at three. <laughs> So Xander managed to acquire some army swag from question mark. It's the gift that keeps on giving, you know? Well, it brings us into our next segment. (laughs) Broken bit. It's not like we can do this every week anyways. We get three or four more of these tops. Now pick up your dead self and come on. Haste makes waste. So you, you think this is a bridge too far? I think this is them sending off the bit in the most tongue-in-cheek way possible. All of Xander's, the rest of Xander's interactions for the rest of the episode are just him saying goodbye to this and putting it behind him and being like, you know what? We leaned on it a bit too hard. We're going to get one more thing out of it this episode. But other than that, guys, I promise we won't do it anymore. I think that's a good read of it because... It mostly just makes Xander look goofy every time he tries to do any, like, army ops stuff. Because at this point, he can't break open a uh, (laughs) flare gun. He can't do anything. Like, he doesn't know where things are. He's got the monologue, the ridiculous monologue about (laughs) the thrill before a fight. And Giles just tells him to shut up. (laughs) He at... He's like, oh, but I'm your man hand to hand. And (laughs) that doesn't go very well either. Oh, we'll see how that goes. (laughs) So yeah, I think it's a really nice way to say goodbye to this and just be like, okay, no, we got this army swag from somewhere. Don't question it. We need a flare gun for this episode, but I promise no more. Guys, this is it. We're done. They did need that convenient flare gun though, you know? Mm -hmm. Yeah. And so... You know, Xander and Giles are are hanging out in Xander's basement and Xander's mom is asking if they want fruit punch. And it's all good stuff. But like, again, I just... There's like an adult man hanging out with Xander in his basement apartment. And Xander's mom is like, oh, that's nice that you have your friend over. Is it? Is it? (laughs) I will also point out that Giles has a minor food watch here. He picks up some Cheetos in Xander's room and then eats one, makes a disgusted face and puts them down real quick. Yeah. Yeah. Is he rocking the turtleneck yet or is that just when they go and be covert? Is it a covert? That's the tactical turtleneck. Tactical turtleneck. Ooh, I like that. Yeah. I think that's what they call it in Archer. like weirdly jarring for some reason i'm like why is giles wearing a turtleneck like what what is happening i'm pretty sure it's tactical yeah because you know the neck is the most reflective part of the body agreed yeah and then i just start vomiting everywhere because we come to warby parker showing up again in the show and i'm like nope like okay first of all this is the worst place to play frisbee that i've ever seen (laughs) (laughs) In the common space of a dorm or other building? Like, where people are just sitting in chairs and they are frisbeeing <laughs> over them. And, like, there's one guy in the shot who's clearly incredibly annoyed by this. And I'm like, good job, Extra. You should be annoyed. Uh, I wonder how many times that Extra was hit in the face accidentally. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but, yeah. yeah, then uh, then we all start vomiting. Over and over again. So Parker shows up. They're asking Parker about like, hey, is Buffy... It's all bad. It's bad. Like Forrest and Parker have a contest to see who can be grosser. Oh my god. I guess Parker Parker wins. wins. Yeah, he wins. Oh yeah. No, he's... he's... Because he has his toilet comment. Oh, right. I didn't write that down. I didn't want to think about it. (laughs) You know the difference between a freshman girl and a toilet seat. The toilet seat doesn't follow you around after you use it. Right, but it does prompt Riley to punch Parker right in the face, which is great. And in a way, I was kind of like, is Parker in this episode? I mean, yeah, so Riley can punch him in the face. Because then we just like Riley more. Because we're like, hey, punch that dum-dum. Awesome. And it was an act of chivalry that was not premeditated in any way. It just like, nope, this is what's right to do. Gonna punch you in the face now. And it's not even like, oh, like he's he needs to protect Buffy's honor. He just nope. gets mad and he's not really even sure why. And then he just feels no. the need to punch this guy in the face and like 
hey, I think he would have felt that way regardless of who Parker was talking about, honestly, because yep. he was saying some pretty disgusting things. Uh, then our, our peculiar count goes up to four. Ooh. <laughs> well, our button watch for this episode um, also goes up here, right? No. That's the blue shirt button no, watch? No, no, that's, that's the end of the episode. Or is that later? Yeah. Oh, okay. Yeah, that's the at the oh, end yeah. when he's walking with Buffy and she's super yellow. Yeah. Right now yeah. he just has the blue shirt or so. the the green shirt. Oh yeah, it's just like a like a t-shirt. Yeah. 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 A Spike escapes the initiative in manner most exciting. Oh, I he's have a picture for dudes. this. I have a picture for he's this. He's got door dives. He's sacrificing his quote unquote friend. I need you to open the picture that says bracelet. Bracelet. One of the scientists that Spike is fighting has him by the neck. And I just Mm -hmm. was mesmerized by this man's bracelet. Because I just feel like it is so... He just shouldn't be wearing it, you know? It's incongruous (laughs) in an orderly setting. He's a scientist at this secret government lab. And he's got on, like, a pretty bro-y bracelet, I have to say. But goddammit, Michaela, he's still a person. (laughs) Like, like this, this actor... Did he just show up to set wearing this bracelet and like <laughs> and refuse to take it off or forget about you it? You can't in the take? imagine that the like costuming people thought to themselves, you know what would really help this outfit? This bracelet. <gasps> oh yeah. <laughs> so, That's anyways, not I, I found it to be incredibly distracting. <laughs> All right. Oh. I mean, Spike does two door dives yeah, where no. like he <laughs> slides under a closing door that is closing from the top down. Yeah. Yeah, no, it's, it's all very exciting good. stuff. I mean, Spike's really doing a lot of punching of people. Mm-hmm. A suspicious amount of people punching. Yeah, but uh, it's implied that he can't hit very hard anymore. Well, and it, at one point it seems like it causes him some distress. And so maybe mm. it's just that like it hasn't been long enough for things to take effect yet. I'm not really sure. Yeah. But he uh, He doesn't kill anyone. No, that's true. That's true. And yeah, his friend definitely gets recaptured and we'll never find out what happens to him. I mean, true Spike fashion, right? Oh, yeah. Oh, he shoves the guy into the oncoming command bros <laughs> to, you know, distract them yeah. and trip them up a little bit. Very conveniently. And then we have Riley going to visit a very sad and very lonely Willow. She is very sad. This is our first button watch. Yeah, first button watch. It's also a nice time to take a look at Willow's outfit. Mm. She has, so she's in bed when Riley comes to the door, knocks on it, and she says, come in. So she is lying in bed. She's got her red hair because she's Willow. Yeah. She's paired it with an orange shirt (laughs) and red pants. It's just a, it's a theme, you know? And then she's also wearing like running shoes in bed. Yeah, I, that... I feel like that happens a lot on TV shows. I don't know why. It always makes me so uncomfortable. <laughs> it's so weird. Like, are sock feet just not good for television? I don't know. Would Honestly. It, would it look weird, maybe? If... I don't know. No, people can wear socks. That's a yeah, normal-ass thing. that is pretty normal. Because the shoes are more jarring, in my opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Although her entire outfit being very loud is... It's so know, distracting. loud. Yeah. What else do we have here? Right. This is where Riley calls dating courting and... They're having a nice conversation. Riley has realized that he actually does have feelings for Buffy. Or, you know, he he likes Buffy. He's interested in her. And like... He wants to get to know her better. I mean, he's still her TA, but nobody brings that up. That's fine. Yeah. He just wants to find out what she likes to see if they're compatible, basically. Yeah. She likes cheese. And like his line about the only thing that he knows Buffy likes is Willow. So that's... He decided to go talk to Aww. Willow. You're like, that's pretty adorable. Yeah, it's really good. Uh, it is really and good. yeah, I Bobby just like cheese. I like Riley. He's good. And he's going about this in a sensible way. Like, because he came here not necessarily looking for Buffy, right? No, he's here looking for Willow. Or not looking for, oh, is he here looking for Willow? Oh, I think so. Yeah. Okay. Because he... I thought he might just like show up and see Buffy and then be okay with that too. I don't know. He seems really nervous or like unsure of how to talk to Buffy and maybe it's just because he just can't get a read on Buffy. Yeah. Like, he really doesn't know anything about her at all at this point. Other than, like, they've interacted a few times and she seems cool. But, like, mm-hmm. yeah, he... Like, the, the rest of this episode, too, he's just really bad at trying to talk to Buffy. He's he's really bad at it. <laughs> Amazingly <laughs> awful at it. It's great. Uh, we get to see Harmony again. Oh, her lair! And she's always good fun. 
Uh, yeah, her lair with the unicorn poster up in the cave. She's so fun. And like, I don't know what's going on with her hair, but it's just incredible. It's like like a bunch of tiny, like, like it's parted into little tiny sections with like tiny hair elastics. And then those are in further sections. And this goes on for like, there's like three rows deep. And it's just like. It's just a fractal of hair. There's so much effort put into it that you're like, I mm. mean, I guess she has nothing better to do. And yeah. she's not really very uh, happy to see Spike, but he's just so good at manipulating her. Oh my god. The relationship is so fucked up. It's, it's so good. So bad, yeah. He's like, oh, but I missed you. And she's like, oh, Spike. So he calls her his little foam latte. <laughs> Mon petit creme brulee. Yeah. And finally, to top it off, my mentholated pack of smokes. Because <laughs> he's run out of nice things to say. Oh, when she he calls her a creme brulee, she's like, oh, Italian. It's just... <laughs> You're like, man, these two guys are really good value. Like, Harmony oh. is great value. Oh, yeah, for sure. <laughs> and it, she starts like... a wonderful scene. She starts coming on to him and she's touching the back of his head. And he's like, ow, ow. <laughs> and you're like, oh, the back of Spike's head hurts. Mm. I wonder, I wonder why. why. <laughs> mm. Yeah. Um, man, I'm just remembering at some point we do get a Buffy bot. I don't know why that came to me now. <laughs> you and your random rememberings. Because that's huh. just from the comic thing that I read. Interesting. There was like a Buffy bot bit there. Hmm. I really don't want that to happen. God, it seems so weird for this show. <laughs> like, it's sort of like you used to say to yourself that this is a pretty fantasy genre <laughs> show. Why are there so many robots in it? It's a good question. Why? And one we'll never so really have robots. an answer for. But we haven't seen the last of robots, that's for sure. Damn sure. Damn sure. All right, Xander and Giles are doing a stakeout (laughs) thing. It's a lot of fun. Poor Giles. Xander's got his monologue. Yeah. Yeah, poor Giles, honestly. He really needs purpose in life. And like, this isn't doing it for him. We see a bit of Riley and Buffy at the party. Party's starting. Willow's there as well. And Riley is smooth as fuck. Yeah, no, he... mm. Like, it's like he's never spoken to a girl before in his life. Well, he's got all these complicated feelings (laughs) that he's just trying to, like, understand while he's talking to this person. Yeah. So that's not helping him. You know, he can't dance. No. He can make awkward conversation with Buffy about the readings that they're supposed to do for class. Oh, it's so awkward. Where he's just, like, (laughs) grasping for straws. And then he's like, oh, here's a thing I know we have in common. That class that I TA you in. Let's bring that up. I'm way older than you, Buffy, but not like your last boyfriend. It doesn't matter. Uh, <laughs> so you're really hung up on this TA thing, and I I have so many fewer problems with it than you do. I know. But then I feel like I just need to keep bringing it up because you don't give a shit. Yeah. Willow's okay. shirt is, like, firmly from the 70s. <laughs> it's, like, also doing this orange. Like, there's a lot of orange happening. Mm. It's, like, orange and brown and... I don't know. With her red head. Yeah. And like, I don't know. Is this like Willow's? I mean, they're not Rawls. They could be Rawls and they're not. Yeah. Like she's moping. That's Rawls are perfect for that. Rawls would be amazing for moping. Yeah. They are made for that. Thank God she hasn't pulled them out. (laughs) I love it when the extras have to dance at a party because (laughs) like there usually isn't actually music playing when they film no. these scenes, right? So you're just like oh dancing, hoping this is the beat. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Buffy's looking fly <gasps> as hell though. Let's be honest. Mm. Absolutely. She's got that one bit of dangly hair yeah. that she sometimes does. She's got the, her like, like half bang. Her like, I don't even know what color to call this. Her halter top. <sighs> Mauve. Mm, that doesn't make it mm. sound very nice, but I think that that's <laughs> on point. But yeah. Possibly. It's a pretty... It's a pretty spicy top. <laughs> not sure how I feel about that. <laughs> you Just like, the word spicy. The, I mean, there were other words I could have used, but I chose spicy. Go for it. <laughs> it's very piquant. Let's go to... Our favorite scene. Harmony's next scene. Yep. <laughs> so, Harmony's uh, dumping a bunch of Spike stuff outside of the lair. She's and just like intending to set it on fire. In like a field, like surrounded by trees, yep. she's just going to light a fire. She does light yeah, a fire. That's true. And in the end. We'll just leave it there. It's a bad place yep. for a fire, yo. Anyways. I would like to direct you to the file in the Dropbox called Matchy Matchy. <laughs> what a great name. 
I yeah. So we're looking at Harmony's lower half, uh-huh. and her boots match her pants exactly. exactly. Yeah, no, they really do. In- it's just like uh, all below her waist is just the same color. It's amazing. It's so matchy that you're sort of like, is she just wearing? Are they just pants? Yeah. That- Are they footy pants? Like <laughs> footy pants. That's what they look like. I don't know, but I love them. Isn't that the next style that's going to come around? Maybe. Is having footy, footy pants? pants? And God, like, I hope this not. coat she's got on is pretty awesome, too. Mm-hmm. It's sort of a long yep. spike-esque coat. Did you yep. notice Xander's... But it's more like down? Yeah, no, it, yeah, it is. Did you notice Xander's hair in this episode? It's so weird. weird. This scene, particularly. Yes! It's just, like, really bad. It looks like a child. You yeah. looks like an eight-year-old who, who like, has a bowl cut yeah. and then didn't do anything with and it. And, like, needs a haircut because his hair has gotten out of control because it's just all over yeah. the place. I don't know. It no, was it's really weird. Yeah, That's very distracting. But <laughs> let's not be distracted from Xander walks up to Harmony and he's like, I got this steak. Don't try anything. And she says, I'm a vampire. You don't try anything. He says, bring it. And then they have the best slap fight I have ever seen. It goes to slow motion. <laughs> the slow-mo slapping is just it's beautiful. <laughs> it's amazing. <laughs> it's so tongue-in-cheek. And, like, they're pretending to take it so seriously. Well, this is one of the last things that we see Xander do in the episode. Yeah. <laughs> and... It's just like, oh yeah, don't worry. Hand to hand, I've got this. And then the slap fight happens. And they have to both just like disengage at the same time. And then try to like back away to save face. They've gotten to hair pulling and like they're both pulling each other's hair and like it hurts. And like they're not really having a good time. And Harmony's like, I'm going to bite you. But (laughs) she's clearly not. No. No, she's not. Yeah, great slap fight. And oh man, now... We go from one exciting thing to something that is, no doubt, for everyone watching this, equally exciting and far more shocking. Quite the shock. We have the commando reveal. Oh, boy. I guess a bit in here, like, Xander showed up at the party and... Buffy runs away. Said that Spike was there. Yeah, Buffy runs yeah. away. I'm sure <laughs> Riley calls her peculiar again. Uh, he does after they go downstairs. Peculiar counts <laughs> at five. <laughs> God. <laughs> so- so he's like oh no she just ran away with another guy but the command bros come up i'm calling them the command bros or cbs for short well that's really good yeah command bros has a good ring to it cbs Mm -hmm. the cbs so the command bros comes up they come up and uh say like don't worry oh you know don't worry about her we've got other things to deal with anyway they go down a back hallway stand in front of a mirror the laser line scans down their faces and their retinas and then the mirror slides apart and whoa <gasps> the initiative is under their house <gasps> what they know about the initiative what they're in the initiative inquisition sorry yeah <laughs> god and then mags is the leader of the inquisition oh no my way god so no one could have seen this coming i watched this with someone recently who did Ooh, not yeah. know this was coming and Ooh. who was like what wh- what's ha- What's happening? <laughs> because, like... It's done very nonchalantly. Like, there are no clues before this. No. Like, not it, not even slightly. It's just, like, nope. there are commandos, there are these psych people, and, like, there's there's no reason to think these are the same group of people. In fact, as of, what, wild at heart, there are good reasons to think they aren't the same people. That's true. That is very true. At least mags-wise. Yeah. And... If it's possible to feel bad for a television reveal, (laughs) I certainly feel bad for it. Because, like, it's played for high drama. And, yeah, it's very shocking if you don't know what's happening. (laughs) And I was like, yep. Oh, yeah. Hey, Mags. How's it going? Yeah. I also never had the full effect of this reveal hit me. No. No. It's a shame. And I'm sorry for anyone that I spoiled with (laughs) talking about this before. I mean, I think what we really need to focus on is how much tinfoil it took to make that demon pit. Mm. Oh my god, so much. <laughs> like a lot. No, I think that's like industrial ins- insulation. It might be. It might be. It's real shiny. That's my point, It's I very guess. shiny. Now- Shiny and silver. Uh, we see Megs. She's pissed that Hostile 17 got away. Ooh, who's Hostile 17, it's, I wonder? It's definitely Spike. Uh, it is Spike. Yeah, I would like to direct you to the Dropbox. Because I was looking <gasps> at her, and I was looking at her hair. And I was thinking that like it really looked a lot like a baby cheetah. <laughs> and so I've made that for you. <laughs> 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 
mags.png. <laughs> it's one Maggie Walsh and a baby cheetah sporting the exact same hair. Yeah. Wow. Like, I mean, it was pretty lucky that I managed to capture her and that like find this baby cheetah <laughs> picture where they're <laughs> looking the same way and like I would argue making the same face. <laughs> and they've got the same head tilt going. <laughs> it's great. I'm like I've won the lottery essentially. Jesus oh. Christ. <laughs> so in case you hadn't noticed, her hair looks like a baby cheetah's hair. <laughs> so I mean that's my reveal now. That's the <laughs> reveal that hits me. <laughs> baby cheetah, yeah. For sure. But uh, yeah, the show thinks that it's got some crazy shit. And it does. Yeah. For the right audience. But for me... Not you. That's no. okay. Oh, and now the Inquisition bros don't need masks. They go right? out to hunt Spike. And Riley and his command Ugh. bros are like, masks? Fuck masks. masks. And you're like, what the suckers. fuck are you doing? Yeah. Just because you're They're so garbage now, you at don't this. need masks. Oh my god. But yeah, we sort of get to see that, like, Riley is in charge of this unit... Mm-hmm. And, like, even though these guys are his friends, he's still very firmly in charge in the, like, command structure. When Forrest is like, are you pulling rank on me? Like, yeah, you're, what the fuck do you think you're in? That's what rank is. You, it's for yeah. pulling. <laughs> you have a rank. Yeah. Why are you not listening to your superior officer, you dumb shit? And, like, I mean, I think that just speaks to, like, some insubordination from Forrest, right? Oh, that'll never come up, though. He sort of feels like we're friends, so, like, you can't really tell him what to do. And you're like, no, that's, this is the military, that's the opposite of the truth. (laughs) Yeah, you should be thankful that someone's hanging out with you, as gross as you are. Yeah, jeez. But shit, Michaela, Spike is using a computer. Yo, like, I was so happy that he was just, like, typing away with his hen pecking or whatever it's called chicken pecking hunt and peck like hunt and peck okay so like with the one finger we definitely don't Mm -hmm. know anyone named york who types like that (laughs) nick he doesn't why would josh type like that that's crazy (laughs) jeff would never he's a professional computer man he is that's the worst part of it right yeah (laughs) (laughs) i wish he still listened to us but no he's too good for us it's fine it's fine but yeah he's trying to figure out where where buffy lives because now he's suddenly obsessed with her yep He finds out where she lives. That's going to be bad. Riley and the command bros are trying to find him. And who should they they see? Oh, (gasps) they see Buffy wearing like the shiniest pink, light pink coat I've ever seen. It's verging on white, but yeah. It's like, it's like very barely light pink, I think. It's just so shiny. Like, is it made of plastic? Is it a rainbow? She wants to be attractive. She wants to be seen. She wants to be found by Spike. So she's just sitting out in the middle of campus alone. Riley trying to get her out of there and her just trying to stay is so amazing. This is a very good scene. And, like, they're sort of trying to get rid of each other at the same time. Yep. And oh, like, yeah, because Buffy doesn't want Riley around. No. She's fucking normal. Yeah, normal. What if Spike shows up? Yeah, so, like, they're both trying to get rid of the other one. And it's pretty It's pretty good stuff. People keep saying Teutonic. Oh, yeah. And Teutonic like, has happened. So it happened once before. Okay. I think Xander might have called Riley Teutonic. Right. And now that Riley's trying to, like, look out for Buffy's safety, she calls him Teutonic to his face. Because he, yeah, he basically is like, like, uh, you know, you need to get out of here to be safe. And she's like, what, I can't protect myself because I'm a girl? And he's like, yeah. And then she's like, oh, that's so Teutonic. And you're just like, what is this word? Like, am I crazy? Is this a normal word? (laughs) It refers to the Teutonic Knights, a medieval order of knights that fought in several battles, including (laughs) there's one on, like, an ice lake. Uh, not much is known about them, but in popular culture, they were featured as one of the special units in Age of Empires 2. Okay, so not a commonly used word, but... Oh, bullshit, I use that all the time. Sure. So, <laughs> like, what what word would replace Teutonic? Ooh. Like, I'm just, I'm just wondering, like... Caveman? No. Because it's more of like a it's... chivalrous thing, right? Yeah, is that you, what it is? You want to imply a knight per- yeah, like a knight-esque person. So chivalrous, but chivalrous has too many positive connotations. That's true. So, medieval, maybe. <laughs> yeah. I think medieval would okay. work. Okay. Yeah, no, I just, I found it to be jarring, because I was like, what is this word? Yeah, I know it well. There Don't you worry. go. But yeah, uh, they both refuse to go anywhere until the other one leaves, and then they hear a spike, uh, scream coming from off screen, and they're both like, gotta go! 
and just split in different directions, and it's very funny. And so... I know I was going on about how Spike's badass has dropped to zero. Turns out, he does have oh a little left. <laughs> Holy shit. Willow defaults to saying come in when people knock on our dorm room. Right. That's a bad idea. Yeah, it's a bad idea because uh, Spooky Spike is there and like he's looking amazing. Let's just let's just really bask in how good he looks. <laughs> <laughs> uh, his attack on Willow is brutal and not fun. It's very frightening. It's, let's just call it what it is, incredibly rapey. Yeah. Oh, incredibly. And like that has to be intentional because oh, yeah. the way it's shot, everything about it. And yeah, no, it makes you very legitimately uncomfortable to watch. Well, and it's trying to play on that fear because that is a prevalent like fear and just horrible thing that this can be related to. That's very true. And then you just get the fucking most mood whiplash ever because <laughs> he's got performance anxiety. <laughs> And yeah. he can't do it anymore. And Willow's like, is is this my fault? Like, am I not? I know I'm not the kind of girl most vampires would go for. And he's like, no, it's not your fault. This is this never happened to me before, though. She's like, don't worry. I'm sure it happens to all vampires. He's like, but not me. Oh, and like, so I'm on so board good. with all of this. As You sound like you're not on board. As, as like a separate scene. As a yeah. scene. So... Like, Spike comes in, just, like, tries to bite, like, Willow. None of this rapey struggling. We cut to black, we come back, and we have this. I'm fine with that. But having this directly after, like... Well, we missed out on the commercial break uh that comes in there, usually. Because there's usually a commercial break. But both of these have, like, an underlying sexual connotation, right? Yeah. And, but, but, like, having this... Erectile dysfunction, like right after I, I was not super on board. I think that they're two separate scenes and they're both executed very well. I mean, it's mood whiplash like hell. Right. And like, it's just too much mood whiplash, I think. And like, maybe with the commercial break, I wouldn't be made so uncomfortable by it. I don't know. But like playing it for laughs. That, like, he just tried to rape her and failed is basically what's happening, right? Uh, it. I think it's playing on the fears of rape, but it's not, like, it, it's not as direct a metaphor. Or it can't be. Because then it just gets so problematic. It, like, right, isn't it You can really play on the same fears, but... Yeah, I know. Anyways. Yeah. Uh, it's a very funny scene. It is. <laughs> I'm, try- I'm not trying to bring it's it so down. It's so funny. I know. And we find out that Spike is, like, significantly younger than Angel. Ooh. 126. Oh shit. Like that's m- I didn't even catch that. Yeah. Yeah, like when he's when he's going on and on about how like he's only 126. This shouldn't be happening to him yet. <laughs> <laughs> and he does a really great eyebrow thing after he tells Willow that like that pink fuzzy number she was wearing. Oh my he god. He wanted to bite her when she was wearing it. <laughs> yeah. Like it's all it's oh, funny stuff. For so sure. Cool. It just I think it's problematic like being after that other scene, but I mean, this is badass decay like what? Yeah. Because he had one final scene of being scary. Yeah. And from here on I out, it's just done. no more. <laughs> yeah. We're very done. Yeah. I never thought of vampires as being room temperature. I guess it sort of makes sense in mythology. Well, and like, yeah, the idea that vampires are cold to the touch just is more the idea that like they are not a human They're temperature. Not yeah. yeah. But it must be so unpleasant for Buffy to have, you know been with angel and not even counting all the dust everywhere you know oh man you're you're just harping on that it's like it's the brand new masturbatorium (laughs) yeah i love it so much well and it's better though because i said it in the first place so i can only be so disgusted right yeah because i'm like i did say that that was me but all of this this talk about like the fact that you're just now realizing that like banging a vampire would be a weird experience (laughs) um (laughs) Indicates to me that you've never read Twilight. Oh, no. There's, God. There's a lot oh, of talk no. about how, like, Edward is, like, a marble statue because oh. he's so devoid of heat. And oh. obviously his, like, cut abs and everything. <laughs> oh. <laughs> I'm really glad we could do this. This has been great. <laughs> so these command bros, man, they're really bad at their job. Inquisition's busting on in. Woo! They, they try to get Spike. He gets away so easily. Buffy flares the shit out of them. Yeah, I well, sort of. I don't know. She's it's so smoky. 
Spunk. But he like pulls the thing off of his head before that. And he is the one that grabbed the the uh, fire extinguisher and then one of them decided to tase it. That's true. Because that's always good for a laugh and that's why it's smoky everywhere. Yeah. And she's, Buffy just shows up to help Willow not get taken away because, you know, blah, blah, quarantine, blah, blah. Which, like, their quarantine is garbage. If they can't, terrible. If they cannot visually see that Willow can't possibly be a vampire. Like, they literally know nothing about vampires. <gasps> she hasn't been bitten. She can't be yeah. a vampire. No, there's no way that they yeah. are. Oh, so bad. But yeah, Spike pulls an angel in his escape. He jumps straight <laughs> through a window. He's And he's got a little bit more panache than I would say Angel ever had. He does like a, well, a cool yeah. a cool coat thing. Yeah. And yeah, he Batman's right out the window. It, I mean, he goes through the glass, which Angel never did. He always went out the open, open window. window. Oh, and we do see here that, uh, yeah, Spike, I think, tries to hit one of the command bros or Buffy or, or someone. Mm. I wasn't watching that hard. And uh, yeah, it doesn't work out so great for him. I think in the same no. way that like, when he tried to bite Willow, it didn't work out so well for him. I just, I don't know why, and I know we didn't actually see this, but the only image I have in my mind is seeing Angel skidding like a penguin on his chest <laughs> down the slope of the summer's roof oh, outside God. of Buffy's window. I can picture it so beautifully. <laughs> and, like, it's so absurd that there's no way it ever happened. But, like, I can, can pretend. Can you imagine them trying to film that? Mm. Mm. but that's just how it feels like it should be uh, he's, he'd be on some sort of rolling thing so it would really be like a true glide you know <laughs> bananas yeah anyway uh mags is super pissed at the cbs with good reason because you know pissed. they let hostile 17 escape they're describing spike's accomplice <laughs> as big strong yeah. and also a guy well, because like, they all mm. got beat by Spike's accomplice, so they're making a lot of yeah. assumptions. <laughs> they got one out of three there. <laughs> yeah. yeah. It was smoky. Yeah. They don't know. Yeah. And Riley almost saw Buffy, but he was blinded by the flare that right. went off, which is why the flare Hence was important. The flare, yeah. yeah. And yeah. Yeah. That's most of our episode. We get the button on it with Buffy's hair being super messy with her talking to Riley the next day. Yeah. I don't know what's going on. It's like, it's like it's clipped down properly, but there are just strands just of it everywhere. Pieces. It's just that this like pieces of hair everywhere style mm-hmm. that was briefly highly popular. And this, yeah, this is what oh, we get. Not look like we get style. our button watch here mm, in our button. Second button watch. Yeah, and our sixth peculiar. <laughs> <laughs> and what's Buffy wearing? Because she's got like a shiny gold skirt. Is that right? Well, she has a yellow tank top. And then, yeah, uh-huh. I think her skirt's also kind of yellow. It's They don't show it for very long. But I just had this this image in my mind of her just being so yellow, you know? Because <laughs> it's her blonde hair. Yeah. 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 All good times. Anyway, that's our episode. Yeah. Michaela, did you like this episode? This is a really well done episode. Like, mm-hmm. there's good character development for Riley, which we need. Mm-hmm. A lot of fun was had with Harmony and Spike and Xander. And yeah, I mean, the reveal doesn't have <laughs> really, I would say, any impact at all. But you can imagine us, the impact yeah. it might have oh had, God. you know? It must be so crazy. Right? Jesus. <laughs> so crazy. But yeah, yeah, it's a good time. I also enjoyed this episode. I love getting to see more of Riley and having him develop as a character. I think that, that what they're trying to do with him and Buffy so far is really good. It's like I'm not like... as skeezed out by it as you are, and I think they actually have reasonable like levels of attraction. They're not like, oh my, you are the one I'm destined for. <laughs> They're like, hey, you seem kind of interesting. Let's see where this goes. They're like building the attraction on something. And I mean, yeah. my level of skeezed out ends completely once Buffy's no longer in this class. So, mm. like, it's pretty temporary. It's it's interesting that Buffy and Riley don't actually have that many scenes or, like, that much dialogue with each other in this episode. This is really more no. of, like, Riley and Willow relationship building. Yeah, and that's why I say that it's primarily a Riley episode. Yeah. Like, you get a lot of him being characterized and he's not necessarily just talking to Buffy, which is another good thing. Yeah. The number of times we saw Angel talking to someone who wasn't Buffy, nigh on zero. <laughs> he didn't have other friends. All he had was Talked like... Talked to Giles like twice. Whistler, Willie the Snitch. Oh, Those God. are his friends. <laughs> 
But Riley has disgusting friends. Well, okay, no. Graham's not disgusting. He's just really yeah. quiet. He doesn't he doesn't get a lot of lines, Graham. Forrest uh, is awful. He sometimes talks to Mags and he's more of a friend to Willow now, which yeah. is nice. Actually, yeah, yeah Riley talks times. to a lot of people in this episode. Oh yeah. Like a lot. Yeah. <laughs> it's Riley centric. Yeah. Anyway, enough of what we think about it. <laughs> Let's go find out what our good friend Taylor Kingston, the IMDb reviewer, thinks of it. Oh. Michaela, what is this episode title, God. episode review title? There's so many options. So, like, the obvious thing is, like, oh, would he go in that direction? Oh, man. I'm gonna, I'm just go gonna... Go obvious. I'm, no, I'm gonna go against the grain. Okay. <laughs> the one where Spike gets a chip. Incorrect. Damn it. The one with the initiative? No, it's called the yes. initiative. What? Yes, yes. It's called... The one with the initiative. It's called the initiative <laughs> garbage yeah he just stuck the title it's just the title onto the one with oh, it's bad lazy teeks lazy lazy la- that's not uh. it's accurate the one though. where riley is in the initiative that would be way more spoilery than what he's presented the us with, with. The initiative i really enjoy this episode i like that we see more of spike and that we learn more about the mysterious commando guys Pretty, pretty reasonable summary. I don't even think the word whilst is used anywhere. May. Which is a perennial Teek's favorite. loves whilst. He, he's got a meanwhile in there, Ooh. but not a whilst. Let's skip right to best part of the episode. When Willow and Spike kind of, and then this is in quotes, bond. Oh, I don't like that. <laughs> yeah, I'm so much more uncomfortable with it when it's phrased that way. Oh, so there, I, I assume that's referring to like when, because they oh, are. Oh, it's the post yeah, thing. And like they're, they're yeah. both trying to like encourage the other one. It is kind of nice yep. actually. Yeah. But until yeah, they like is. remember who they are. <laughs> sure. Worst part of the episode, the commando guys. I'm not sure why. What does that mean? Maybe he hates Forrest. Oh. That sounds like Forrest oh, hates yes. me. Yeah. Yeah. I could believe that. Yeah. Overall, I give this episode an 8 out of 10, which in my ratings book is awesome. I think that's on point. Yep. I think this is a solid 8. That's that's an 8.1 according to the average user of IMDb. There you go. So there right you go. on target. Right on target. Michaela, fashion for this episode. What was the best? I think I have to go with Har- Harmony's matchy-matchy mm, pants. Matchy-matchy's good. I would have also accepted double button watch. Yeah. I mean, I was tempted. But like... Just there's a lot of stuff because that's still when Harmony has that ridiculous hair. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. And like her coat is amazing. And her coat's good. Yeah, yeah. it's all good. Harmony's taking it home for sure. Who won this episode? Who won this I mean, episode? It's pretty obvious that it's Riley, right? Yeah, it's Riley. Yeah, like <laughs> he's a character now. He is talking to Buffy. He does lose Hostile Seventeen, actually. Yeah, but. I don't know. That's I guess that is actually on him to a fairly large extent. Because like he's the but, leader of that unit. Eh. But like I don't think there's he, anyone who wins more than him. No, there's no one who wins more than him. I guess Spike goes from being locked up to not being locked up. But now he but can't harm any living go. thing oh, without man, intense yeah, Spike loses neurological so pain. <laughs> oh god, Spike loses so badly. I forgot. Yeah. <laughs> yep. All right. Well. What is coming up next episode? Next episode is called Pangs. Okay, so I keep thinking that it's called Purges or something. Oh. And it's not. Gross. But I saw the I saw the thumbnail for this in Netflix. Oh. I am damn going it. to guess <laughs> that this is the one where Xander gets a what is it? His penis gets diseases from a Shumash tribe. <laughs> uh, this is the one where yeah. Xander gets syphilis. Yeah. It's the simplest one. Now... So I don't remember much other than that. <laughs> that's enough. Yeah. That's enough. Because I know that it's it's fairly self-contained, I guess. I remember because Xander's like the first one to go into uh, an ancient Indian burial ground type deal and then gets cursed because of that sort of Tutankhamun style. I mean, is this a Thanksgiving episode? <gasps> <laughs> Maybe. What? <laughs> And you're like, that's insane, Michaela. Why on This earth? one's after Halloween. How could it possibly be Thanksgiving? Ha! Eh, Canadian jokes. Yeah. American Thanksgiving's at a dumb time anyways. November is at harvest <laughs> time, guys. Whoa! <laughs> I'm taking a, taking a hard stance. 
We need a holiday in November. Canada doesn't have any holidays in November. Yeah, but they don't have any holidays in October. It. They've got Halloween. That's not a holiday. And <laughs> That's like true. some place some jobs get Remembrance oh. Day off. No, they've got um Native American Day, which used to be Columbus Day. Is it really not called Columbus Day anymore? I believe that's the case. Is that recent? Yeah, because Columbus was a oh yeah genocidal no fuckwad. no like no one's pro Columbus. <laughs> I mean, there are people, I'm sure. Right, I guess saying no one is no one is incorrect. Hmm. Anyways. Anyway, uh, that'll be next episode. I'm pretty sure I don't need to do anything else for that episode. Yeah, that's uh, we'll we'll have a good time. Yeah, it'll be good. Could be good times. I guess. Are you looking forward to it? Because I'm looking forward to it. Yeah. No, it's, uh, uh, <laughs> I don't even want to say anything. <laughs> Good. All right. Well, you don't have to, because this is the end of the episode. We're going to have some stuff to talk about. How about that? <laughs> All right. What does that even mean? Who's to say? I can't say. Nope. Our listeners can always find us on Reddit. That's buffy.reddit.com. The email address is beyondthenew.hellmouth at gmail.com. And you can always reach out to us on Shots, which is the simplified Instagram service that has no likes faves or comments uh and i'm on there at shots everybody michaela wow i'm disturbed that this exists if i'm being honest Mm -hmm. oh boy i'm on there at hot shots very nice make sure to hashtag all of your shots welcome to the hellmouth so you know came from the show and until next time farewell from the the hellmouth Hellmouth. 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 Hellmouth.